The Labor Department's fiduciary rule is intended to stop conflicted advice from financial advisors that the government says drains $17 billion a year from retirement accounts. The law doesn't go into effect until April, but the lawsuits to stop its implementation are in full swing. There are several lawsuits challenging the rule under a variety of legal theories, and the Labor Department is 2-0 with favorable rulings in federal courts in Kansas and D.C. My guests are Elliot Stein, Senior Financial Litigation Analyst for Bloomberg Intelligence, and Richard Painter, Professor at the University of Minnesota Law School. Elliot, tell us a little about the fiduciary rule and the main arguments the plaintiffs are making in these lawsuits. Sure. Thanks for having me, June. Uh, so like you said, uh, the rule is designed to reduce conflicts of interest uh, in the provisions of investment advice to retirement professionals. Uh, it does that by expanding the types of finance professionals and conduct uh, that have to abide by the fiduciary standard of care. So whereas, uh, you know, fiduciaries used to cover registered investment advisors primarily, now under the fiduciary, this rule, this proposed, uh, this finalized rule now, uh, it would sweep in, um, in addition to registered investment advisors, it would sweep in uh, broker-dealers, uh, insurers, insurance salespeople, um, and many more uh, professionals who are selling retirement-related investment products. And Richard, on what grounds are the plaintiffs in these cases challenging the rule? Well, uh, a lot of these claims are under the Administrative Procedures Act, that the appropriate procedures weren't followed. Uh, and also there's some questions of statutory uh, authority, um, whether this is something that the Department of Labor ought to be getting into. Uh, the, the objections to this, for the most part, though, uh, that I think uh, are sound are, are not um, legal objections, but policy concerns uh, with the rule and the cost of implementing the rule that the industry has and that I believe uh, may be persuasive with the incoming uh, Trump administration. Uh, and uh, so this is really a battle that ought to be conducted on the policy front uh, rather than, than in the courts, where I think the courts properly defer to the agency unless the agency is clearly going beyond the statutory authority set forth by Congress. And the, and the plaintiffs have not so far made that case. One more question about the lawsuits before we move on to what may happen under a Trump administration. Elliot, what is the likelihood that the plaintiffs will succeed in, in any of these lawsuits? Uh, well, like you said at the outset, they are 2-0 and o so far. Um, so at the district court level, they're sort of running out of courts to win over. Uh, they lost the case in D.C. so far and the case in Kansas. They do have um, uh, a ruling that they're awaiting in uh, the Northern District of Texas. Uh, the judge there uh, held oral arguments in November. Uh, she seemed to cite the D.C. ruling um, favorably. Um, she was, you know, she asked good questions and tough questions of both sides, um, but she uh, did also mention that, um, you know, the, the court is not there to second guess the Labor Department um, and, the, and the agency just has to be justified in its conclusion, which leads me to believe that she will also rule for the uh, Labor Department. Richard, congressional Republicans have tried to repeal the rule, but President Obama has the veto vote. Are they likely to try to repeal the rule again? Is the legislature, legislature the way that it, this will go? 
Oh, I think there will definitely be efforts to repeal the rule. The industry, uh, the investment advisor industry, and much of the financial services industry wants this rule to be repealed. Uh, and uh, uh, this is going to be a, a, a political battle. I'm not sure all Republicans, though, are going to be in favor of repealing the rule. Uh, the problem is, there, there, in theory, it's actually a good rule that someone who is uh, managing or advising you on your retirement money should keep your interest, should prioritize the interests of the investor and should have a fiduciary relationship with the investor, uh, not the relationship of a salesperson uh, who's trying to sell them products. Uh, and uh, combining advice with sales pitches and undisclosed conflicts of interest. Uh, so in theory, this is a, is a very good rule. The problem is, in the United States, we have a very litigious uh, society, and uh, the way it is going to end up being enforced is lots of lawsuits by investors against investment advisors, uh, accusing them of breach of fiduciary duty. Uh, and that is going to, of course, be impacted in the uh, incorporated into the cost of providing investment advice or selling uh, financial products to investors, and ultimately that could raise costs uh, for the investors. So the problem isn't necessarily the fiduciary concept, which is a very good one, but the, the problem may very well be the mechanisms that uh, could be used to enforce this. Uh, once the uh, Department of Labor rule goes into effect, and all these investment advisors are now being subject to a fiduciary standard. Elliot, in one in thirty seconds, is it possible for Trump's new Labor Secretary to just revoke the rule? Well, to repeal it, they would probably have to go through the same administrative process um, that they went through to to come up with the rule, and that can take you know many months, if not years. Um, so, more likely, they might just say that they're delaying implementation of the rule. But the short of it is that these suits will likely continue while that process plays out. Thank you both. That's Elliot Stein, senior financial litigation analyst for Bloomberg Intelligence, and Richard Painter, professor at the University of Minnesota Law School.